Elton John's heartbreaking story is told in an epic musical, Rocket Man. Welcome to the best movie of the year, so far. As the year grows, the list grows, the movies get better and better. But a show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year, so far? Welcome back, I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being a part of today's episode. So click that subscribe link to be notified of new episodes. I have links in the show notes to help you with that. You can find me on Twitter, as always, every day discussing today's movie and many other movies. Reach out to me there and say hello. You can find me at Ellis on Movies. Last episode, I talked about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's a movie that is exactly what it looks like. It's a monster movie. It's a monster movie with a horrible story. But still, something about seeing giant monsters on a large screen is not half bad. You know, I'm not here to tell you the latest Godzilla movie is a good movie or a great movie. But for those who are interested and tempted to see it, this won't disappoint you. It's the movie that it looks like. And that's something good enough for a good summer fun movie. But today we move to a different style and a different class of movie. Rocket Man. Rocket Man comes out of the gate strong with Elton John in a big, lavish suit, headed to a stage. But then we are bait and switch. He's actually headed to an AA meeting or some sort of group therapy. Elton John has hit rock bottom. From there, we are taken back in time through many musical numbers to learn about Elton, well, Reggie Dwight's childhood. After some trouble as a kid and him mastering the piano, he eventually meets his longtime lyricist, Bernie Toppin. From classic song to classic song, the story of Elton John's rise, relationships, through alcohol and drug abuse is told through musical numbers. It's a little bit funny. Rocket Man would like to pretend it's something new and original. It's certainly not. It's a typical musical biopic that follows the same formula they all follow. Starting with a boy ignored by his parents, not happy with his childhood, takes us into greedy agents, producers, crooked managers, drug-filled parties, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's a story that's been told many, many times. It goes through each trope one by one, but thankfully we have great music to get us through those beats. You know, it's inevitable that Rocket Man is compared to last year's Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, it's very similar in many ways, minus the 20-minute celebratory Live Aid concert at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. Rocket Man sets and revolves around a group therapy session. Tell us how he's feeling, how Elton's feeling in each of these dark times. And boy, is it a dark movie. In between acts, we go back to Elton and his sessions explaining to the group why he's sad. Something that could and should have been done through better storytelling. You know, if you have to tell us that someone is sad and lonely then you aren't really doing a good job with your story. Rocket Man was directed by Dexter Fletcher. He's directed Taron Egerton before and uh, Eddie the Eagle. But what you won't see in any IMDb listing is he al- he's also the person that may have saved Bohemian Rhapsody. After director Brian Singer was kicked off the movie, Fletcher was brought in to finish it, possibly turning it into and getting it on stage at the Academy Awards. So Rocket Man and its mythical epic style is certainly pleasant to the eyes. Of course, anything less than, less than colorful and bold would not represent Elton John. That's who he was on stage and off and off stage. But the Bohemian Rhapsody comparison is also fair because these men led the same lives. Now, when 
And I say that whether they actually did or not, I don't know. But at least according to these movies, they led the same lives. These predictable movies. It was pretty much the same rise and fall in both movies. Through drugs and fame. And So excuse me if an all-familiar story doesn't go breaking my heart. But first, another positive note. Taron Egerton was great as Elton John. He looks like him, he sounds like him, and, and more importantly, he delivers a great performance. These songs are just slightly off. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But they often have each have their own unique spin on them. So whether that's a key change or a tempo change, they're just a little off from what you remember. Oftentimes to fit in with the mood of the scene. A mood that is almost always down. One of the highlights of the film centers around Elton's premier performance in America at the legendary Troubadour in California. He rends the crowd over instantly and literally takes them off their feet. This levitating scene was perfect and fun to watch. As Elton once said, his gift is his songs, and that alone is worth the price of the ticket in watching this movie. But it's not just that troubadour scene. There were several musical fantasy scenes that worked beautifully. The musical numbers are fun and joyous. And in fact, it's often because they are so good and so crowd-pleasing that the rest of the movie just seems dull. Now, Egerton does a good job and sings these songs on his own. And maybe that's enough for some people. Hearing a catalog of Elton John songs is certainly entertaining to listen to. But it doesn't make for a good movie. But it is flashy as expected. And in fact, many of the musical numbers are staged to perfection with great costumes, great scenery, great dancing, and all around fun numbers. And although some of the musical cues are a bit too on the nose, like with Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, without knowing anything about the movie, you can probably predict the scene for that song. Yep, you got it right. A bar fight. For a movie that's full of big, flashy numbers, Rocket Man is surprisingly a depressingly sad movie. And say what you will about Bohemian Rhapsody, and I was not necessarily a big fan of that movie, but at least we got to have that celebration, a fun final concert at Live Aid. We got to see things turn around, whether fictional or not. We got to celebrate the life and the music of Freddie Mercury in that final concert celebration. Today, and in real life, Elton John is a showman, one of the best songwriters we've ever had. Now, we get a brief glimpse in closing credits of the great charitable work he's done, family man he is, and how well he's loved throughout the world. It's only too bad we can't actually celebrate those moments in Rocket Man. Instead, we have a movie of sad songs, loneliness, and drug abuse. We never get to that big celebration concert. Ultimately, Rocket Man fails to soar to what a biopic is supposed to do. Tell us something new. Instead, it's just the same old song. So like we always do, let's get back to that topic at hand. As I mentioned last week, Godzilla King of the Monsters is not one of the best movies of the year. It's certainly entertaining, though. The same can be said about Rocket Man. It's also not a top movie. It's a typical jukebox movie. You'll tap your toe, you'll have fun, but it's not one of the best movies of the year. So we are left with what we are left with still. Booksmart, directed by Olivia Wilde, is still the best movie of the year. Hey, thanks again for continuing to listen. I appreciate you taking the time to make this part of your podcast routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. If you haven't yet, leave me a comment in Apple Podcasts or however you are listening. I'd love to hear from you. As always, you can find the podcast on all the major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk about even more movies. You can find me at ellisonmovies.com and always on Twitter at ellisonmovies. I look forward to talking with you soon. And until then, I'll see you in the theater.